It's the Sagabit Swinging Report Show. Get ready for Saga news and commentary with your hosts, George and Barry. Hello and welcome to the Segabit Swingin' Report Show. We're back, episode 48, and I'm Barry, and with me is George. Hello. And uh, as usual, let's go around and say what we've been up to and what we've been playing. George, why don't you start? I actually haven't been playing that many games. I mean, I've been I've been chipping away at a, a Company of Heroes too, but besides of that, I've actually been kind of uh, been kind of off on my gaming because I've actually been away from the computer uh, this whole week, kind of. How do you do that? I, how, I don't know how you do it. No, uh, I went camping in the weekend, and literally the last thing I wanted to do when I came home was dude, we went camping for like three days. Okay, mm-hmm. people don't tell you like camping. It sounds like a good idea at first, like on paper. You're like, oh, camping, so awesome. And then oh, you yeah. actually get there, and it's like, oh, it's too fucking cold. It's mm-hmm. too hot in the day. Oh, we're just gonna drink all day. Really, this is what you guys wanted to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, I went with a bunch of friends, and it was it was all right. It's just that I was the only one that brought blankets, mm-hmm. and everybody decided that, oh, you know what? Maybe bringing blankets is not the best idea. Because it's hot. Right. So when you get up there, it's freaking cold as fuck. So I had to be stuck with one blanket because I had to share blankets because I'd be an asshole if I didn't. Can you imagine me with a big old pile of blankets just (laughs) laughing at everybody? You wake up and all your friends are dead. And I'm just... But I'm frozen. But I'm sweating. It's too hot. Um, (laughs) And then then one of the days we went went, uh, hiking. Uh And... uh, they're like, yeah, it's two hours the hike, and I'm like, two, uh, I mean, two miles, and I was like, two miles, Psh, let's yeah. do it. So we got lost for 45 minutes, by the way, trying to find the trail. Nice. So, and then we finally found the trail, and we went up, and, and it was way longer than two miles. It was at least four miles, three miles minimum. Oh my god. And then, so we're almost, di- we're almost getting up there, and I was like, dude, this is bullshit. And then we're, they're all telling us that the, the only thing on top is a little lake. And I was like, ah, uh-uh, this is bullshit. I already, I only wanted to come hiking, and I already hiked for fucking over three hours. So I think I'm good. And I went back down. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're telling me it was bullshit anyway. They're just little fish, and the lake was too cold. But it, it was pretty fun, I guess. Nice. I've been camping a lot when I was a kid, and I, I know how it is. You hear about it, and you're like, oh, it's going to be fun. And then you get there, and you're like, I'm sweating all day. All you do is sit outside. There's nothing to do, really. Yeah, uh, we went pretty high up there, and it was like no cell phone. I couldn't even check Instagram. <sighs> you're, you're already disappointed. No yeah. Instagram. Come on, man. Didn't you see Sonic? <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to update the Twitter account? I know, right? How do you How do you do that? Oh man! I was trying to explain to them like I cannot update my stuff. How am I? How are people supposed to know I'm still alive? Yeah, right. <laughs> so you might not be. Yeah, I know. We I could have died up there. Well, but uh, it was all right. So what have you been up to, and what have you been playing, Barry? Oh man! Well, uh, playing wise, I've been playing a lot of mobile stuff because I was traveling the last week, few weeks. Um, been playing. I, I intended to play a lot of Animal Crossing, but I'll be honest, I've been playing a lot of um, Project X Zone because that game's huh? it's addicting because you play a little bit and then you're like, okay, that chapter's done. But then you're like, oh, what characters are going to be in the next one? And you <laughs> play it. And then you're like, oh, it's Valkyria Chronicles 3. I got to stick around. And you keep playing it. And then it's like, oh, man, I beat that one. We could, might as well stick around for the next one. And so uh, at this point, I'm at chapter 14, I think. And... From what I've heard, Ulala shows up in chapter I think like twenty two or twenty three. So, so you just you just chopping away till you get to Ulala. Pretty much, she's my goal because I want to get uh, her her special move, which is the um, Space Harrier and the Alien Syndrome, and I think um, Opa Opa. Yeah, they all appear. So nice. It's pretty cool. But um, overall, I'm really loving the game. Uh, I mean. It, obviously, it lacks in some areas, but I got a question if I, I – I think that's actually a positive because, you know, there's no towns. It's not like you're spending money and sleeping and, like, you know. Well, 
walking, walking around. around. Yeah, yeah, walking around, getting into random fights or whatever. It it basically cuts the bullshit. You don't even like I said in the last show. You don't even see the the opposing side fight you unless it's like a super duper move, and those are rare. So, have you been playing it at all? I have not actually. Like I told you, I've been away. And I didn't take the 3DS because ah uh, right. So I don't know. I I don't I don't want to take it to the mountains. I don't know. I actually yeah. don't know. I just forgot about it. I think that I would have gotten shit from everybody. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're all in the fucking wilderness, and you're over here bringing a 3DS. It probably would die within a day. Yeah, especially the but, XL. Yeah, that's true. But uh, oh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Like at first, I thought it would be really simplistic with the fighting, you know, the mechanics. But you really have to time your attacks. It's almost like a rhythm game, and then you know you might pick up some kind of uh, ideal move set that you do with, uh, you know, nearby uh, team members. So it's, uh, there's a lot more strategy involved than I thought there is. But uh, yeah, so that's what I've been playing. And then as for what I've been up to, I went to California. I've heard of that place before. Yeah. Isn't isn't that where all the surfers and movie stars are from? No, it's a bunch of hippies. Okay. Hippies and uh, no, no movie stars then. Hippies and, and foreigners and, and Californians. Did you meet Jackie Chan? Yes, he kicked me. Okay, nice. I like this already. <laughs> I called him a foreigner and he kicked me. How do you like uh, California? Good, good. Uh, we went to L.A. and then we uh, headed up the coast to San Francisco and uh, visited a lot of spots. Went to the Redwood Forest in uh, the Muir Woods and... Um, what else did we do? We went on a studio tour of WB, and uh, that was a lot of a lot of fun. We went on a lot of sets. I walked around on the Mentalist set and the Big Bang Theory set. And Big Bang Theory, you like that show? I don't like that show, but I like that I got to walk around the set. <laughs> it's funny because I, I probably should like that show most likely, but like I don't know. I just don't see the the humor in it. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I mean, if you if you kind of like feel like you are one of those guys then it is kind of a I, I just i can't get into it because it's like the the geek gags are so shoehorned in you know what i mean yeah i know exactly what you mean and like to be honest i don't i don't get why they even need to be geeks like i i sit around at work and i just i thought i think it's just normal to talk about like the latest movies and stuff you know it's not like exactly oh, it's not really oh, did you see batman hmm. <laughs> and, then they, and then they do the little hmm, and then he has to say like long words like and then yeah, just bullshit. Like they're like, yeah. oh, this guy's smart, so he's like the Sherlock Holmes of comedy. Yeah, right. So we're so he's a nerd, obviously. But yeah. Sherlock Holmes is a badass ma- motherfucker, right? I mean, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and we we went through the prop room. I was actually uh, proud of myself. I spotted the um, the skeleton helmets from Batman Returns. They appeared in the video game. Also, do you remember those? Like the bad guys rode around on motorcycles. Yeah, it was when they yeah. had like, the, uh, the outrageous costumes, right? Yeah, and they had three of the helmets just sitting up on the shelf, and it was like in this general prop area where any studio can come in and rent the stuff out. So it wasn't like a museum or anything. So, so I was like, them. I well, no, but I'll, I'll bet that if you could prove you're like attached to a movie studio, you could like rent those out for a day and like ride around with them on your head. So <laughs> just wear them, no clothes, but naked. Yeah. That's my final wish. So, um, yeah, and then I also went to this place called Sega of America, but that's uh, that's for the Sega Bits news portion. So we'll I never touch on heard that of that then. place, but I guess we'll talk about it later. Yeah, I think I'm they more, made, I'm like, Power int- Stone and... Uh, and uh, sh- Shampoo 3s? Shampoo 3 and Power Stones, so... Yeah, well, I'm more interested in the Batman stuff, so I guess we could talk about Batman from now on. It's the bo- yeah, Batman, Batman podcast. yeah. Yeah, and we'll we'll mispronounce all the actors' names to in, infuriate the uh, Batman fans. Oh yes, Christopher like, Bell's, like Gorge Gorge Clowney. Oh yeah, he's my favorite actor. He is my favorite Batman. He he he's my favorite uh he's my favorite Batman for sure. I like I like Robin and Batman and Jocker. Oh yeah, those are good. I like uh, Bane was way better in obviously the older movies the. Let's let's actually do Sega Bits news. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Barry visits Sega of America. That's me. I went there. Uh, It was it was really cool. Uh, Basically, the way it started was I just reached out to the community managers, and since we interact with them so much with contests and 
uh, All that obtaining review copies. Yeah, and we we nervously sweat and shake their hands at events. Um, so, <laughs> well, I don't, but I, I intend to someday. I intend to be very, very nervous and talk about and like stutter and talk about Amy Rose and where Aaron Weber is and things like that. But uh, of course. <laughs> but um, no, uh, Julian was the one who hooked me up with a visit, and uh, so I headed over there. We walked around the neighborhood. It's a nice little office area. Wait, you guys um, walked around the neighborhood together? No, not Julian and I. My oh. wife. Okay. Whew. My wife. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a nice little area. They have like a Whole Foods right down the street. Like, I'll be honest, I want to work at Sega just so I can have a Whole Foods right down the street with a bar built into it. They, um, don't they always hire the most attractive women in those places too? What at Whole Foods? Well, yeah, the one here they do at least. Well, it's because they're healthy. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that and it's I like to go just to stare at them. That's and they're true. like, stop staring. Do you want a sandwich? No, no, I don't have any money. I'm just here to stare at you, woman. You know, you'd impress them if you bought a sandwich. Maybe. Maybe. So, <laughs> uh, so I, I headed over. Um, and uh, I guess I, I mean I'm I'm writing about it on the front front page right now. But it was it was interesting. There's like this little lobby area with like numbers and third floor is shipping and receiving. I'll be honest, I kind of wanted to check that out, but I didn't. Uh, fourth floor is their their offices. I think they have that whole floor, and they also share it with CRI, which I talked about in my article. And uh, you know who they are, right? Yes, they do the the middleware things. Uh, don't they do middleware for games, especially Dreamcast? Yeah. yeah, but what I was trying to figure out, and what I, I didn't ask because I didn't read the sign until on my way out, was if Sega owns middleware, because it feels like they've only made Sega games. Yeah, that's what it feels like, too. Like, they're the biggest customers. Yeah, it's almost like like they're private. Maybe they're privately owned, but they, they only work with Sega, because I've never seen their their names their logos attached to any other games have you not that i could think of i mean i'm trying to remember i i can't think of any it's no. weird it's it's weird <laughs> that is kind of weird actually now that you think i just that. i take those logos for granted i'm like adx yeah of course of course a sega game would have that i don't know what it is but it would have it <laughs> whatever it is sega owns it obviously yeah so um that's that's something i want to figure out but um, anyway, we headed upstairs, and elevator doors open to the nice lobby there, which I'm going to be writing about next week. Um, lots of statues, Alien vs. Predator, an old Sonic one, a new Sonic one. They had the game hub set up for uh, Generations, a video wall with uh, trailers playing for all the games coming out this year, two display cases with tons of... Uh, little goodies and rarities uh my favorite thing was probably a vanquish statue and a 32x virtua fighter uh a little like prize pack that had a t-shirt in it i think those things were pretty rare so damn uh, you, didn't, you didn't steal anything i'm surprised I well, <laughs> well i went up to the front desk and i i was actually well i was talking to the guy i spotted that they had a big stack of um Visitor tags. So I did. I did take one of those when I left. But I mean, if if that did break any rules, to be fair, it's now sitting over here, uh, all the way on the other side of the coast. So um, I think it's safe. But uh, now they're gonna have to hunt you down. I know, right? Maybe I just ruined. I ru- I burned our bridges. But I had. I had to have one. But um, yeah, I, I, we were sitting there waiting. Kelly actually was walking by and. I was like, Kelly! No, I didn't say it like that, but um, it's I said hi to Mary. her. Just screaming from the other side she of the was, yeah, She was actually rushing over because I guess Julian had uh, texted her or something saying I was there. So um, she she headed off, and then they, they came in with a huge load of rare Sega stuff. And, uh, yeah, I snapped a lot of pictures of them for the Instagram feed and just talked to them for the next about you know 45 minutes or so. This was a quick um, visit. It was a, a quick in and out. Was it yeah, yeah, kind of. I, I mean, I didn't want to take up too much of their day, but they have to work and do what Sega. Well, I mean, I don't know what they do. I mean, I, I'm I'm not employed there, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> so I'm sure they're busy though, meetings and stuff. There were a lot of people walking around. The weirdest one was not weird, but most interesting was there was this guy walking around with these big, like big black T-shirts that said Sega. I think it said Team Sega or something like that. 
And I don't know if they were shipping and receiving or if they were their tech guys, but I like the idea of uh, them having like uh, a staff with just all in all black with Sega logos on their T-shirts. That's, that's pretty cool. I mean, besides the fact that when they go out to lunch, they probably get mocked by the EA crowd. And they're like, hey, they probably, guys, this is they, big boy table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one likes EA, so that's okay. EA is like the, the jock. They're like, yeah, we have about how many games we have coming out? And then some little guy comes up behind him. He's like, like 30. He's like, <laughs> he's like how many Sega games are coming out? Five? Yeah. Can't sit at this table. I'm sorry. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, overall, it was a really good visit. Um, it was great to meet them since I never really make it out to any conventions on the uh, West Coast. And, um, yeah, so more to come from that. I'm going to milk those photos for all they're worth just because... Uh, for all the hearts on uh, inst- uh, on Instagram. You know what? I love those hearts. They, 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 you wish you could just use them for real work, like trade them for dollars? Absolutely. Well, it's it's great. Ever since um ever since our visit, I'll post something, and it takes about maybe an hour to reach about a hundred likes, especially if it's um like Sonic related. Of course, um, I love Sonic. And it might help that I'm able to. It, the most fun is geotagging it because I can actually select Sega of America there. Yeah. So um yeah, but overall it was a really fun visit. Uh, you know, it was a small part of my trip, but uh, it was it was one of the highlights. Um, a few other Sega-related things that happened on my trip. I went to this um, arcade that was located um, at Fisherman's. What is it called? Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco. It's really cool. It's a it's a huge like warehouse full of classic arcade games, and I don't mean like 80s or 70s. It's like way back, like you know, early 19th century kind of stuff where they're all mechanical, and so it's like mechanical men who will dance and then like mechanical horses that will run. There was a, uh, a execution scene that would play out for you with these little figures getting hung or hanged. I don't know which one's right, but um, way in the back, they actually had and oh, I'm blanking on the name now. What is that um, Sega racing game? Which one? Daytona? No, no, it's even earlier than that. Rad um, Racer? Earlier than that, like how many? How early? Like after before Outrun? Oh, it was. Um, see, if, I think it was Monaco GP. That's what it was. Okay, I mean, yeah. I never played that game, but I mean, I, I've yeah. heard of it. Monaco GP from 1979, and it was uh, the whole cabinet where you got inside and sat down, and that that was really cool. I mean, it's um, definitely an old game, just because your car is in the dead center. And all the gameplay is is just trying to avoid the cars coming at you. But um, there were some cool bits. Like you go into this uh, this cave and you can only see a little bit in front of you. And when you get close to one side of the wall, this yellow line will appear. And it's like supposed to be your headlights appearing on the side of the wall. And it grows bigger as you get closer to the wall. That's that was kind of cool. So, um, yeah, there's that. And then what else Sega-related thing happened? Oh, and then I saw... And I talked to Kelly about this, actually, um, at Sega. Um, when I was in L.A., I saw on Hollywood Boulevard a guy dressed as Sonic, basically, you know, trying to get photos with people, asking for money. So you asked her, this is an official Sonic representative. <laughs> well, she <laughs> actually, she met him when they were there. And, uh, yeah, she had some weird stories to tell about him. But for me, when I saw him, he was... Um, it was really weird. He was like, hey, I'm Sonic the Hedgehog. Sega, oh, let's get some chili dogs. And I was just like, oh, this is awful. <laughs> it was really bad. So, so this guy is not licensed by Sega. He does this on his free time. Yeah. He goes out and he dresses in a hot-ass suit mm-hmm. in L.A. Yeah. And takes photos with children. And then asks them for money. And then this uh, homeless guy was standing off to the side. And the guy was like, hey. Fuck you. And then Sonic went, Sonic looked at him and said, yeah, fuck you too. Fuck you, fuck you. And he started like giving him the finger and he grabbed his stomach and started like moving it around really weird. And then he was like, time to run. And he like ran away. Wow. Is he available for birthday parties? I really, I hope we can have him on the show, but. (laughs) Is that what you you want? 
<laughs> as our guest, yeah. Yes. You. So what is it going to be, like a drunk podcast where we all get drunk and we talk about the good old days when you could do that and make yeah, money? Pretty, pretty much. But he was awful. The voice he used, it was literally like, hey, I'm Sonic. Oh. And, it's, oh. <laughs> and it was like a mix of like him saying Sega or talking about chili dogs or running really fast. And he did like Ninja Turtle like phrases, totally not Sonic stuff. He'd be like, hey, cowabunga, dude. Oh, totally <laughs> awesome. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's because he, 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 he wants to have a, a, a Ninja Turtle outfit, but he can't afford it. Probably. So he, just, he just drops the character in with Sonic. I'd like to think there are four guys who dress up as the Turtles and like they took that from him. And so he he's stuck with the Sonic costume. Which is the next best thing, apparently, from the 90s. Probably. But um, yeah, so that was that was my uh, Sega happenings in California. Did you uh, did you get in a fight? Did you get robbed? No, I didn't lose anything. I didn't get robbed. Okay. I'm trying to think. Oh, I did get robbed. We we took the um, the trolley car in San Francisco. Yeah. And those things cost way too much money. They are not worth it. Oh, so that's how you got robbed. You got ripped off. Yeah, I got ripped off. It's $6 a person. And they like, you know, you cram onto it. They take you probably four blocks and then you have to pay $6 in cash. And when you have four people riding it, that adds up. That's what, $24 right there? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't like going to stadiums and buying, like, drinks either. Like, they... They want like uh, when I went to LA and we went to the Rose Bowl game thing, they mm-hmm. wanted ten dollars for a beer. No, that's nonsense. That is nonsense. Uh, Meanwhile, yeah. our cab from Sega to the hotel was twelve dollars, and that was like you know a fifteen-minute ride. But four blocks on a trolley car costs us uh, uh, six dollars each. That's a, nah, I'm yeah. It's I I don't think locals take that to get around. I think it's all tourists. Of course, I mean yeah. they get that extra little buck. They you should got start us. a business like that. <laughs> really? We rip off, uh, yeah, we rip off uh, people that are coming to visit. That sounds good. We could dress up like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids! Hey, want a chili dog? <laughs> I'm tails. Look at me! I got two tails. You can touch them. <laughs> anyway, we that's... get taken away. We could take his business away. Yeah, that sounds good. Poor guy. So uh, let, let's move on to the next uh, bit of news. This is a contest we have going on. Um, our Summer of Art contest has been extended. I The first thing I did when I got back was I decided to make a tweet reminding people that it was going to end in a few days, but I was wrong. And it turns out uh, that it was extended while it was gone. I, so, I, I don't know. It's all, that's all Knuckles' thing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he he's actually adding prizes to it. Eyes of Bayonetta art book and DVD, Jet Set Radio Future soundtrack, two rare E3 exclusive Castle of Illusion pins, and an E3 Castle of Illusion lanyard. And that's in addition to all the other prizes. So, um, get on it. <laughs> get, get on it you have till august 10th and all the details are on our website i think we still have uh the one feature. of them in the featured bar so yeah uh i guess i guess some uh shigs is at a uh, san diego comic-con i guess he posted some pictures of him at the sega arcade booth thing yeah and those are pretty cool. Those are interesting. No, no, no women this time like the last one. So that's a shame. That it's a bunch a of men now in little blue bow ties. Which is maybe not a shame, depending on the demographic of our demographic. Like I'm sure, I'm assuming there's some some gay men that would be appreciative of those of that. Oh, absolutely. So um, yeah, and it, it looks just kind of like um, it looks cool for the general public, though it's it's a lot of the stuff they showed off at E3. Yeah. So. Um, Nothing nothing by way of us getting new previews or anything, unless they want to talk more about what they've already played before. Yeah, it's just the pictures, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess he, I'm guess i assuming he went just for the San Diego Comic-Con, not just the... Right, the yeah, event. he's going to Comic-Con itself. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I like that old man in the first picture staring at the people playing, uh, what is that, Company of Heroes or something? 
Uh, I think it's a Rome, I think. Rome, Rome, yeah, he's staring at them. I'd like to think he's actually like the founder of Sega who decided to stop by. <laughs> or he's like, uh, he used to be in the Roman army back in the old days. I used to fight in the Rome army. You're doing so. it all wrong, boy. <laughs> Here, let me show you. How do you use computers? <laughs> What's this? Is this a computer? So, yeah, yeah that's that's cool. Um, definitely getting out there. It makes it look like we actually go places, which we do. Sometimes. Sometimes. When we're Sometimes allowed we to. leave our houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're allowed to. A lot of news actually today. I think about uh, three or four of these stories are actually from today. Uh, Sega 3D Classics was officially announced to be releasing to the 3DS in the U.S. and Europe soon. Uh, before that, we just had a lot of Japanese reveals, and I believe they showed Space Harrier at a event in London. I think it was what MCM. Expo, like yeah, but it was never really like them saying, aside from them saying, yeah, Space Harrier is coming to the UK eventually. It didn't actually, they didn't really make any official announcement. But um, looks like everything's coming over. Altered Beast, Echo the Dolphin, Galaxy Force Two, which I don't think has been uh, revealed no. yet yeah. on the Japanese site. Shinobi Three, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Harrier, Streets of Rage, and Super Hang On. Uh, why don't why doesn't Sega like I don't know I just always assume that like for digital titles they could like talk to the Japanese branch and be like oh yeah you're gonna release you're gonna release ha- Super Hang On all mm-hmm. right and then kind of release it the same day in that would have been nice yeah. instead of just like us already knowing like six months ago that it was gonna come out and then going oh finally okay thank you right it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Especially with the fact that we're on the internet now. It's not like it was in the olden days when we were on the Dreamcast where we had to go buy a magazine and then talk about it in the playground or some shit. Yeah, it's interesting. The um, box titles typically release a lot closer to each other, but then when it comes to the the digital ones that release in Japan first, they almost always – they take forever to come over here. I don't know why. It it doesn't make any sense. Like (sighs) – like, what do they have to do extra? Like, maybe there has something to do with the way Nintendo approves. Mm-hmm. Who Probably knows? That. But um, maybe they were waiting for Japan to release all of them, and then they were just going to send them to Nintendo of America for approval all at once. I don't know. But and which one do you look forward to the most? Out of those? Yeah. Mm, none. None. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, I don't see myself rebuying them just to play them in 3D, in my opinion. I could see that. I think, from what I've seen, Space Harrier and Hang On have some really cool extra modes, like um, I think, ones uh, that replicate Hang on the ha- arcade. Oh, yeah, Hang On has that little thing where it flips the screen for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's the only thing I've seen. I, I wouldn't mind those, too. Those are probably... I, I like playing AM2 games, so... There you go. Yeah, so uh, let's see. What else is coming up next? Nintendo trademarks point towards a new Seaman game. Could Seaman be coming back? Oh. Nintendo's really going to fucking win over this generation. Oh, God. Seaman's going (laughs) to... You know, I think if I hadn't bought a 3DS, I'd be buying one right now because Seaman's coming, man. You could feel it? It's... It's well, actually uh, the story is that they registered two trademarks for games called Mysterious Pet Legend of the Fish with a human face, and the other one was Mysterious Partner, which is kind of strange. Legend yeah. of the Fish with a human face. It sounds really sexual, especially in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, we've heard in the past that the developer wanted to release it on 3DS. In, that was in 2010, 2011. There were some things. 2012, they uh, I think they said again that they wanted Seaman. <laughs> Nintendo said they wanted Seaman, and Why don't um, just call it Seaman. And then, and then, like in the bottom, it should just have a 3ds and a little fish. And then it says in the bottom, it's coming. And it's spelled <laughs> C-U-M-M-I-N-G. That seems more like 90s Sega marketing to me. That's what I'm saying, edgy. But um, what's interesting is that I mean, it it sounds like it's obviously going to be like seaman but i gotta do you does sega own the trademark to seaman is it i would hope so i mean because i mean I feel they, like they do they, yeah because they did another game where it was like the sequel mm-hmm. but it wasn't C-Man published, yeah but it wasn't even called seaman 2 though was it it was but i think sega was attached to it 
Man, I even forgot about the game. All I remember was it was like a fucking, uh, uh, like, early human, and you're supposed to, like, teach it how to do fire and shit. All right, here it is. It released to the PlayStation 2, but it was still published by Sega. So what I'm thinking is this is probably going to be kind of like a Child of Eden situation where they the game is very much a what is the term they use now spiritual successor yes which um notice how sega has a lot of those people doing that now you know we could probably make a website devoted to spiritual successors yeah like (laughs) you know child of eden what was the other one uh Uh, crimson Crimson Dragon. dragon and now we got uh magical fish the the man with the who loves you a whole bunch or whatever it's isn't called. Tre- isn't Treasure trying to do oh, actually those games weren't really published by Sega, but Treasure's also doing their shooters and other mm-hmm. uh, platforms. I mean, they've been trying to get one with uh, Microsoft, but that never went th- went through. True. But yeah, there's, it seems like every day there'll be like a new studio that's like, yeah, we got these ex-Sega employees and they're going to make a game for us and everybody gets all hyped on the internet. <laughs> and then... It comes out like Children of Eden, and it didn't really sell that well. Oh, Echo also. They wanted yeah. to do that blue, um, big, big blue. blue. Yeah. Which didn't but do that great, especially for what they wanted. I mean, it didn't sell. Be... It didn't meet their goal. Yeah. Yeah. But um, with this, I, I could go either way. Uh, I think with Seaman, especially the English version, a lot of the charm comes from the voice and the face. And if they make a game that's a spiritual successor where it's a different face and a different voice, I don't think it's going to be as – it's not going to be the same, obviously, especially with the uh, you know, with the name behind it. And to be honest, I mean, the game was great at the time, and I still enjoy going and playing it. But I, I don't know if I can see a modern-day game recapturing that or being as awesome as it was then. Because it's, it's – with Siri nowadays, it's, it's kind of like old tech – yeah, but I mean, it, it, maybe they could use a new tech and they could uh, have all these like new options. I mean, it could work. I mean, it just has to be done in the right, the right way. I feel like it's going to be an eShop game too. That's not that bad. I mean, that'd be cool because then it would always be on your 3ds. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. And it would be cool if it like when you go to new locations, it learns new things because like the 3ds is all about going out. I guess they're trying to do the whole street pass. That actually would be really cool. It would be like, oh, I see we're traveling. Yeah, and like you go to you you go to San Francisco, and it's like you get little items for your fish, I guess. <laughs> and then he'd be like, like, I see you're traveling a long distance. Is your wife with you? And you go no, and he goes, oh. And then he just winks at you. <laughs> I I absolutely loved in that game when he would he would you'd say something and then he'd just be like, Oh, really? And then he'd smile. <laughs> <laughs> that's what brought me, that's what brought me, that's what made you tear up. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's a little pervert. I like him. <laughs> so you, you lay down at night, you go to sleep, and then you turn on the game and it just smiles at you, you turn off the TV and you just smile and they go to sleep. <laughs> Uh, I remember if you say to him, you're like, good night, Seaman. He's like, oh, good night. And then you go, <laughs> I love you. And he goes, I love you too. And then he smiles. <laughs> so weird. I know. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, it's really, I think a lot of it's in the voice. And I've seen videos of the Japanese Seaman. It's not, I mean, obviously I don't speak Japanese, but I don't know. It doesn't, it's not the same. I can, I can see the game doing pretty decent. As a PSN title, I don't know why, or like an Xbox Live Arcade game. Yeah, I could see that. Because it's like, I've noticed that Sony releases some stupid games for like five bucks. Mm -hmm. It's like, ooh, this is like a rhythm game. But it's like, you play it and it's just like an interactive storybook. That's true. And people are all like, oh, it's so artistic and great. (laughs) Nothing more artistic than a fucking fish with a fucking human face on it smiling at you. (laughs) Nothing. I, I liked that he was when it was on the console, like on the Dreamcast. It was like having the bowl at your house, so you had to get back home to feed him. It's like having a real pet. With the uh, if you were traveling around with him, I think it might be too easy. Oh, so you're um, you're you're saying it's cheating? It might be because you can't bring your pet with you everywhere. Oh well, man, life. I do it anyway. I don't care. You bring your dog with you everywhere. Everywhere. You sound like a like a ninja. Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, Come, let's go. Well, they could. I mean, I'm saying like it would be pretty cool. Like 
getting items from different spots and stuff. Like Nintendo could even do little like promotions where you get exclusive items for going to their like their little like premiere on a store or some stupid shit. You know, actually, um, Animal Crossing is doing that right now with Best Buy. See, there you go. If you take your 3DS to a Best Buy and go to the mail room, there will be exclusive prizes waiting for you. Well, I'm going to go do that. But anyway, uh, right now, I'm going <laughs> to leave right now. i got to go. Take your dog. I don't want to go to Best Buy, man. I hate that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love Best Buy, don't you? Yeah, it's all right. I don't buy <laughs> things right. there. I don't buy thing to, things there too often, but I love walking around. Yeah, I like going there to see stuff, but man, everything's so expensive, dude. It's like, no wonder you guys are going not going to go out of business. I call it the place where I go with my iPhone and scan items to see uh, how much they cost on Amazon. You're like, oh my, this mouse is really nice. I better just buy on Amazon and two-day ship my house. I've done that. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, next. It. Should we do the next news item? Oh yeah, for sure. Let's do it. All right. New Sonic Lost World trailer reveals color powers, the release date, and some screens also appeared revealing a casino night zone. Kind of like uh, a skew level, right? Yeah. I don't know how to feel about this game. It's looking terrible. You hate it? No, I'm not. I don't, I don't hate it, but somebody has to be negative about the game. Everybody's so That's goddamn true. positive. <laughs> um. <laughs> What, what I think is so interesting about it is, like, when you had the, the past games, you'd be like, all right, let's learn what the six zones are. But with this one, it, it's, it's a lo- there's a lot more variety, which I think is great. But at the same time, it's like they, they vary it so much between stages that you're looking at one that's called, like, Desert Ruin, but it looks like a bunch of candy. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, like, in, in the future, when we're talking back, it would be like, God, you know what stage I loved? What? Desert Ruin. Oh, with the pyramids and stuff? No, no, man. The one with the candy. <laughs> the oh, candy yeah. level. I love candy. The candy dude. one. Why is that called Desert Ruin? Well, it's the same zone, but it's different acts. They just look completely different. That is kind of confusing, but I mean... For all we I, know, Casino Night Zone could be like a forest. Yeah. I don't That's know. A- I mean, I, I kind of like the idea that it's it changes so dramatically because I think that was one of my... I think a lot of people's like... They should have just made them zones themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because, like, wasn't that one of the biggest issues that, like, uh, Sonic games felt short because they didn't want to make all the assets to create all these levels? But now they're doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. But they're they're just making you fast forward through them. I mean, fa- same same amount of, like, a length. So, yeah. like, zone one, zone two, they could have just made a, a, a level where it's all candy, and then made two zones out of it, and then did a boss, and then did another one where it was just the pyramids. Right. I mean, I'm hoping that it'll be like with Sonic Colors, where there were actually like seven acts per stage. Where is Six it? or seven, like little ones, you know? Yeah. So you'd have like the the three very different environments within the zone, but then you would have maybe two of those would be for the candy, and two would be like for the the desert and then two would be for inside the temple like something like that but um i wouldn't mind if they had extra where you're like you could just progress through the story by just playing them like fast but like oh you could play a remix level of it and they would like get harder and harder and you unlock i guess whatever you unlock with it Mm -hmm. that would be cool what do you think of the color the color powers the color powers i haven't really seen much of it but i i well a lot of them are repeated from colors right yeah, Except for the indigo one. There's three that look like they're repeated. One of them is actually that one where he's like an asteroid and he bring or he's like a like floating around and everything's sucking in. Yeah. That was from the DS one, but it was a different one. It was called Void. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I like I really like the new ones. There's Eagle, which looks like it's Nights into Dreams from behind, you know. Yeah. And then the rhythm one, which is like a little music note, which is kind of cool. It reminds me of um, in Mario 3D Land when you get the music notes and it's like bump, 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 bump. We can't go, we can't compare we can't compare Mario and Sonic anymore, man. I know. Well, they're the same. Aren't they the same characters? They're they're owned by Nintendo, I think, right? Yeah. Well, Nintendo makes all the Sonic games now. Yeah. It's Pretty much. Best. That's why this one looks is looking good. Yeah, exactly. That's what I Miyamoto's think really, really done well this time. I'm glad Nintendo took over the Sonic franchise. <laughs> Don't say these things. People will hate us. I know. Uh, 
Yeah, so overall it's looking good. I feel like there's a lot more that they're going to reveal, but I'm hoping they keep a lot of it under wraps because I feel like the last few games I've bought them and I've already seen half the game. Yeah, and like the only things they didn't really show you was the stuff that was not the the best in that game. Like Sonic Generation, they didn't really show you the last boss that much. Mm-hmm. When you played, you're like, wow, that was the most terrible fucking point of that game. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like uh, the way that Sonic Teams creates games, they start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And like they progress, like the way you're playing the game, that's how they progress through development. So right. it's like really polished in the beginning, and then when you get to the end, it's like all falling apart because they only have a week to program the last boss. Right, it's probably how it is. And they do it in a lunch break. It's exactly like that. Well, that's how <laughs> it feels like to me. But yeah, um, want to go to want to talk about THQ owing money? Yeah, they owe me money. They owe everybody money now, apparently. Yeah. They owe over, like, $200 million or some shit. Jeez, well, to Sega, they owe, what is it, $941,000 for Company of Two, Company of Heroes to pre-orders. So, I guess that's cool. I mean, it's not, I mean, that's like a fucking a drop in the bucket for them, I guess, right now, for how much they owe. Yeah, that's true. It's so like, what does this mean? People, they were pre-selling the game, people pre-ordered it, and then Sega bought the property. Yeah, pretty much. They've been. Uh, it was supposed to be Steam pre-orders from uh, September to like J- December. So they got twenty-two thousand pre-orders or something like that in Steam. Wow. And Sega Sega thinks that they uh, they should be getting that money because it's their property now, which makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. So they bought the freaking company for what thirty twenty-six million dollars. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's really like twenty-five million dollars now. That <laughs> Jeez. I'm assuming the company is gonna make its money back pretty quick for Sega. I mean, mm-hmm. if they already if they put 22,000 pre-orders online, like way months and months before the game was even almost coming out, that's pretty that's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And rumors have it they've been working on uh, Dawn of War 3, which is another big money maker by them. The Warhammer franchise. Oh right. Uh-huh. It was supposed to be announced this year, but obviously THQ went out of business. But uh, interesting. And Sega owns the, the. I mean, they license the Warhammer license right now. The Warhammer or is it Warhammer 40? 40. 40K? I, I 40K. I don't know. I think they're doing both universes, the 40K and the Warhammer. They're different universes. Warhammer is like medieval, more Lord of the Rings type, and 40K is like futuristic. Right. Yeah, with space marines and stuff. So, of course, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, so <laughs> Relic does the 40k stuff. Okay. It would be pretty cool if they had two going on where like Warhammer, the original franchise, like the medieval stuff is done by uh, Creative Assembly and the futuristic stuff is done by Relic. That'd be pretty cool. Or they do like a ultimate crossover All-Stars game where it's Sega Battle. Sonic opens up the the, the world uh, wormhole and then they, they, the two universes collide. It would be Sonic on Sonic's army and Alex Kidd's army, and they would collide. <laughs> it would be the seventies and eighties games versus the nineties and two thousands. Oh man, don't even say that. There's already gonna be a fan fiction. There's gonna be emailed to us about this in detail. Oh yeah, it's gonna be about a ten thousand page epic. I can't wait. We can make it into a comic book series. We could pitch Hi, it. Hi guys. Archie. Hi guys, I hear podcast. Uh, here is my write up, and it would just be email after email. Fuck yes, I I probably wouldn't read them. I just delete them, but <laughs> that's nice. Uh, and then there's I guess it's a uh, Sonic uh, All Stars Racing Transform on PC got a Company of Heroes two DLC for free. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty. It's pretty funny that it came out on July fourth, and <laughs> you play as uh, General Winters, uh-huh. who's the most generic name in the world, and. Right. Uh, you you, ba- you he's a he's a Russian general. So when when you when you do your little power up move, it's like a, a sick, sickle and a, and a what is the other one? The, oh, hammer and sickle, yeah. Yeah, the hammer and sickle, and then like uh, it's a little big ass communism t- stuff going on. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's a good way to celebrate Fourth of July. Absolutely. That's so funny. that's pretty cool. A lot of people are complaining that it's not coming out of consoles. Uh, I don't know what that's all about, but well. Yeah, they've they I guess they've kind of made this decision to give the PC their exclusives and not bring them over to consoles. I guess just because the PC platform it's a lot easier to 
update do such things and update yeah but um i mean it is a shame now that there are three exclusives for the uh console i think i think the finger should be pointed at companies like sony and microsoft that charge so much money to be adding content that yeah. it probably won't be worth it for the co- for somebody like sumo yeah but I heard I heard Microsoft isn't going to charge anymore to update games. Oh, that's interesting. There was like this big article that after the Xbox One comes out, it's going to be free or whatever to update your games. So that's good. That'd be pretty cool if they updated with uh, more uh, Microsoft, I guess, SQ uh, franchises. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like uh, I don't know. Maybe they could add the little Viking from uh, Viking Battle of Asgard. <laughs> I like Viking. He, he, but, he could. Uh... He, but then people are going to get mad that it's not the Golden X. <laughs> well, I got to wonder how much time and money it does cost. Because I was watching videos of this guy. And, you know, it's just three vehicles. There's no actual transformation. He just kind of stands there doing little moves. It's not – it doesn't look like it was that much of an intensive process. Maybe it was. Maybe I'm wrong. But um, plus I bet some of that money came from Company of Heroes 2 advertising budget. Oh, I'm sure. Because uh, if you notice, all the games they put on there is actually them advertising it. Something else, like one of them would be um, Valve games. I'm assuming Valve just uh, yeah put up stuff for that. Because I've noticed they do that for a lot of games. They'll like do an update where there'll be uh, Team Fortress stuff. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, I'm going to buy it. This Surgeon game. It sounds awesome. Right. And, yeah, it, and it won't even be that great of a tie-in. It would be like, oh, you get it's like a, a puzzle like level or something with like pictures of the people from Team Fortress. <laughs> so it's kind of weird, but I, whatever makes the game sell more. I think they, they it was all part of the whole, uh, they let you play for free during the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then it was like half off. It was like $7 and 50 cents. Nice. And then the update was the new character. So that's pretty decent. Huh? Well, I think, I mean, I always thought it's a good idea. Like, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, look at Company of Heroes and Total War and um, Football Manager, and they're like, oh, those aren't Sega games. But, I mean, they are. They're just as much Sega games as, you know, Echo the Dolphin, if, if not more so than Echo the Dolphin, uh, Toe Jam and Earl, because these are produced in-house. You know, it's and not just Sega, it's not just own. Sega owning It's not yeah. just Sega owning the trademark. It's Sega actually making the games. These yeah. people are Sega, on the Sega payroll. You know, it's not like... These studios are coming to them saying, can we make a football manager game? You know? Yeah. But I, I think it's a cool idea to bring them under the all-star banner. And if anything, it, it makes the game even quirkier. Because one of my favorite, you know, f- fighting games in the Saturn era was Fighters Mega Mix. And what I liked so much about it was that they would just cram in the craziest things. Like the... Uh, Daytona car? The Daytona car and the AM2 palm tree. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> palm tree, and they're like brilliant i can already imagine them like at lunch they have yeah. to like they have to like not pay for the lunch and just run out of the building <laughs> we, we got it we got to fucking we got to go pitch this right now <laughs> pretty much so yeah I, I like that they do these things the only complaint i have is that i wish they'd bring them to consoles because that it would give i think it might give console gamers more of a reason to care check about out those franchises those franchises? yeah like uh, they, they're kind of they're over there on the PCs. They're not on our console games. But you know, you know, they, the the argument is that well, since Company of Heroes and those games aren't on consoles, why should they put them as DLC on the consoles? But my argument is there's a lot of characters in All Stars Racing who don't even have games on current gen consoles. So, like for example, Shinobi. You know, aside from maybe one Genesis title for three bucks, he's not a current gen character he's on 3ds right now at most what they could do is uh they could always like i don't know maybe put titus from uh, space marine i mean sega already owns the publishing rights to that game that's true and they could do that for the console versions and then put the game on digital sell or something for mm-hmm. like 10 bucks and there you sold two games at once well you well, sold think- the game I think most the most interesting thing with this recent recent DLC is it shows that they're not done releasing things. At least not. At least this is the most recent thing they've released. So it wouldn't be crazy to see like Ryo Hazuki or more likely Hatsune Miku release alongside the game this fall. That's true, but Sega really needs to get that All Star stuff checked. Like 
did the did the last one transform even come out in Japan? I don't. I think they the developer said it was going to, but it hasn't yet. Cause man, that's some. I think it's kind of bullshit. Like I think that's a waste of a market. Like I'm surprised Sega Japan doesn't believe in it more. Like especially since they're the games are are they're announcing aren't that great in my opinion. Like that mm-hmm. uh that new one they have teasing five uh, projects five seven five. Yeah, this looks like another Hatsune Miku game, and that's already boring the shit out of me. Right. Which I guess we'll talk about later, right? Yeah, well, probably in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, should we move into some new games coming out? Yeah, sh- yeah, yeah. Looks like uh, they're new games, but um, we're probably not going to be playing them for a while, uh, if at all. But the first trailer for Hero Bank has released. What do you think, having seen the game in action, at least some of it in action? Uh, it looks like what I ex- kind of expected. It reminds me kind of like... Uh... Early two thousand, not not early two thousands, but like early uh, this DS generation RPG that like Sega would release. Like, um, what's that one they released? Dino Hunter. They tried to make it into a big franchise, mm-hmm. and I think they even had a, an American cartoon, but the game never made it over here. And it was right. supposed to be kind of like Pokemon. That's kind of what it reminds me. They're trying to do again, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think it's going to be a success because it kind of looks a little like it looks like something I might would I might have been into like when i was a kid like dreamcast right. era like oh hell yeah this and uh this is better than uh Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever mm-hmm. but uh definitely not what i'm looking forward to from uh uh that team especially uh uh the guy from yakuza i mean is behind it right. that's kind of weird i i think it's kind of cool they have all that animation and the quirky characters but looking at it you know it, it does look a little simplistic and it it's got that whole like Digital collection, Master Fighter, you know, kind of thing that just kind doesn't of, seem very original. It kind of reminds me of that reboot from uh, Mega Man. Right. Where you played uh, as Island a kid. Network. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I didn't like that. It reminds me. That's exactly what it reminds me of. But um, I don't know. Who knows? It, it might It might be fun. From looking at it, though, it looks like it kind of reminds me of Rhythm Thief, just in the way you move around and talk to people. But... Unlike Rhythm Thief, it looks like it just is kind of like battle fighting, generic kind of Japanese stuff. I don't know. It's basically the, man, I'm sure it'll do good here. It's all about getting money, man. It's all about robbing banks. Man, we need that. That's what we need. Put a nice rap soundtrack behind it in America, sell it. <laughs> that doesn't look like anybody that would listen to rap. They just have a bunch Call, of... Call of Duty crowd. Just have a bunch of rappers do all the voices. That, that would work. I'd buy it. Call it Rapper Bank. <laughs> Rap a bank? Rap a, rob a bank. There you go. Rob a there bank. There we go. So that's coming out soon. Um, let's see. What's the next thing? Project Diva F second announced for PS Vita and PS3. Like They're making a- PS Vita games still? The, the, there's a PS Vita? Where the hell is I've, that? I never heard of What is that like? Uh, no, like notice how it's not exclusive. Notice how it's not exclusive. Sega's like, that's suicide. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, PS Vita and, uh, <laughs> they're still making games for it. Um, uh, I don't know what to say about this game. I'm not really excited for it that much. I mean, we're barely going to get the first one in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard for me to even care about the first one now that the second one's coming. I don't understand Sega's marketing genius right here going on, but right, that's cool, I guess. Are they going to release a second one, too? I don't know. Hey, there you go. <laughs> what, so, here, what what is the Hatsune Miku, like, gameplay? What is it exactly? It's a it's a rhythm game. Okay. So, so I'm, I mean, I'm looking at it. Like, the little shapes fly around the screen, but it doesn't matter where they're flying, right? I don't think it matters. No. It's just your, you follow your eyes, so you're like, X, 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 yeah. X, 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 O, O, O. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's Are not you, too original. Yeah, it's not that original, but it has cute little girls and shit, I guess. And, like, uh, you get a, like, I don't know. I guess the best. Music. They're the hard best to sell, though. See, yeah, that's true. I mean, the best thing I've seen from them is when they do, like, classic Sega remixes and they recreate levels in 3D. There was, um, what was that, uh, Power Drift? Yeah. That old, that that had a, that real appeared recently which is which was a pretty cool thing but um 
Yeah. Uh, it's another Miku game. Yay, yes. Yay. I wish it was I wish it was Space Channel 5. Really? I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised Sega's like, let's put all this money and effort and marketing to a fucking franchise. But like, okay, Hatsune Miku is not owned by Sega. That's true. It's owned by some dude. I don't know who the fuck the dude is. Probably some pervert. But <laughs> I'm just I'm just keeping it real. Um, That's true. And uh, so he's getting all this money from Sega's hard work of making the game. Sega should just like slowly start putting in, you know. Uh, Space Channel 5, you know, ooh la la in it, and like the characters, and then slowly start building up like a fan base in in his fucking fan base. Like, yeah, you like this shit? Check this bitch out. And then like yeah. she'll come out and start going, going, well, choo, 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 you know? And mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> and then they could just start doing ooh la la games. Fuck, man, I don't want to... I guess I would make me a little happier, but honestly... I it, would make, it would make D-Light pretty angry, though. Oh, yeah, I don't want her to attack us on Twitter again. Mr. Sega guy. Yeah, fucking... She, <laughs> she's number one around the world. What the fuck do we know? Yeah, we're nobodies. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Final new game, Sega Amusements, released a very short teaser trailer for Transformers Arcade. Uh, it looks cool, from what I, I've heard. They, they literally put, like, ten seconds of footage all chopped yeah. up. Yeah. It looks like a light gun game, though. It looks like the the robots are fighting, and while they're fighting, you shoot the the bad robot. I can see that. Know. I can see that. Um, it's 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 a licensed game. They're just releasing it so uh, people, I guess, could play it. I guess that like walking by, they're like, "Oh, look, that Transformers movie. Michael Bay is a brilliant director." Someone was saying that it's developed by uh, uh, out of China, Sega's Chinese division. Uh who did Golden Gun, I think it was called. Hmm. Which was like House of the Dead with like in Egypt or something like that. Never played but, it, but... Uh, I'm all for more light gun games. Someone someone also compared it to like Rambo, Sega's Rambo game. Yeah, I remember that one. And Lost World. Say, I, I wish um, Sega would bring more of their arcade games over here. There's a YouTube channel. I don't know the YouTube channel off the top of my head, but this guy has like 720p, like perfect, you know, like mm-hmm. videos of just uh, latest Sega arcade games. Like I've seen that. Games. That's really cool. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to play this in my house. I don't want to be watching it on YouTube. Yeah. But I guess we're never gonna get them. So <sighs> just I. We can dream. I wish they. I wish Sega would uh, make a. <laughs> Uh, would make a uh, this is gonna piss you off um, a Pacific Rim video game. <laughs> Why would that piss me off? I don't know. I don't think you like Pacific Rim. Do you like Pacific Rim? I haven't seen it. I haven't I seen it would, either. I haven't I seen it either. I bet it would make either. a good video game. Dude, I, it's just a bunch of monsters and fucking robots punching each other in a big ass city, dude. Nothing gets better than that. It looks like a video game. Yeah, it does look like a video game. When I was watching the tra- trailer, I was like, I have to watch this movie. Because this movie, that movie looks like everything I want to watch. You know, are they done making games based off of movies? Because I feel like this summer I have not seen like the Man of Steel game. Yeah, I Iron know. Iron Man Three, the game, but Pacific again, Rim, the game. I, yeah, I'm surprised too. But I, I'm thinking they're to the point where like anything. <laughs> when's the last time you played a good Superman game? That's true. Like never, never. Like now you're going to put Man of Steel, you're just going to drag down the reception of the movie. Now that everybody hates it. I think if they made an open world Metropolis, and it was kind of like the Spider-Man games, remember those where it was yeah. like all open world, and you go around and you just destroy shit, <laughs> you just destroy people, <laughs> you just like punch people. That Get out of my way, I'm Superman. I don't want to plot or anything. I just want to fly around and destroy things. I think the problem with that would be that like. Superman is way too overpowering, and like people want to fly, and then you have to get a flying mechanic that feels good. Right. It's, it's too hard. What's the point? Yeah, what is the point? <laughs> just, buy, just buy the Batman game. Yeah, Batman's a lot better. Because it's a lot simpler. He's grounded in like simple mechanics. He can't fly. Just he glide. Out. He can glide, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised there hasn't been that many summer games, like hasn't been, 
I don't think there's been any. I can't think of any major ones. I'm trying to think of one, and I can't even think of one. They, I'm surprised they didn't make a World War Z game. That's true. Yeah, that see, there's another movie. That, that would have been, been so easy. Yeah. Just copy Call of Duty zombie fucking thing and just make it into a game. <laughs> That's the official title, I think, too. Call of Duty fucking zombie thing. <laughs> it's a <all> World <laughs> War Z version. You just play as Brad Pitt and the other girl? Yeah, but at the very least, what you're seeing now is like um, DLC. Like they had the Man of Steel costume in, uh, what is it, Injustice, right? Yeah, I think Warner Brothers is going a different direction with the way they license their video games, Mm -hmm. which I think is more positive. Like I think the last one they did that was a bad license game was like Green Lantern, uh, the Rise of the Manhunters or whatever. Oh, right. And nobody cared about it and they didn't really advertise it, but... I think putting their money into like a more quality title, like Injustice uh, or uh, the Batman games, and just doing DLC to promote the new movie, that's mm-hmm. that's a smarter idea, I think. Yeah, so no Pacific Rim game. Sorry, I guess maybe Sega will pick up the license and ruin it. <laughs> that's nice. That, I'm trying to be positive here. <laughs> that's you being positive. Yeah, it's me being positive. Maybe you could run on the Iron Man Two engine. Yeah, there we go. That sounds great. Um, I think that's it for today, right? Yeah, that's it. Anything uh, you want to add before we take off? Well, let's see. What are we looking forward to in the future? What am I? Not much. It's a quiet. It's a quiet summer. Dude, I, it's, it's a quiet year for Sega in general, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, is uh when did company of heroes 2 release june 25th i think okay and then total wars coming up right september 3rd okay and then before then it's mickey oh. i think mickey's releasing this summer yeah sometime this summer yeah so that's that's pretty much it and then we got the sonic lost world and uh that's it yeah year. wow that it's is kind of yeah, it is kind of quiet. No Dreamcast uh, re-releases so I'm far. I'm surprised. Maybe they didn't Me do too. that well. Maybe. Man. We'll have to wait and see, I guess. I didn't. I didn't see any Shenmue HD collection posters hanging around Sega. So. Did you ask? I asked every second, and they kicked me out. And they said, "Please do not contact <laughs> us ever again." Did you talk? Did you ask them about uh, Phoenix Star Online too? I did not. <laughs> you, should, you should have just said, it's a Fantasy Star out, uh, Online 2 coming out, and they said, yeah, uh, it's delayed. Yeah, and then exactly. you, you wait five seconds, you're all, is it out yet? <laughs> is it out now? Is, is it, how about now? How about now? Can I play it? I did ask, where is Aaron? Oh, and wh- wh- where was he? He was in Minneapolis meeting with, uh, what is it, Game Informer? There's some, some game magazine out there. Oh. So, yeah, so he wasn't there. They took him... Yeah, you put them in the away. box and they shipped them in the shipping receiving <laughs> section. That's how that's how Aaron gets around. He's like, get in the box. I don't want to. <laughs> Crates with holes in them. <laughs> They're like, like every other company would just give me a first class seat or something. You guys put me in a box. Get in there. We only have five games coming out this year. Come on, we don't have that much money. <laughs> anyway, nice, um, nice, nice thing to nice image to end on. I know they're gonna Sega's <laughs> never gonna invite you. Ever to their uh, me? It's you. You're the one that said it. I'm just gonna. And if I ever want to go into the to Sega, I'm just telling them I'll, I write for IGN or something. <laughs> They'd kick you out. Probably. I, I'm Jim Sterling. That's what I tell them right away. <laughs> Jeez, I'd kick myself out if I was him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's kind of hard to kick a guy that big out. You know. What would you, you, you? Don't be. Jim Sterling's a nice guy. He's a. I'm sure he's a nice guy. I, I mean, know. if he didn't have an opinion. <laughs> True. Uh, I actually enjoy some of his videos, oddly enough. I when think not, it's the accent. I think the accent is what makes it okay. Well, okay, that's the one that bothers me when he's like, Really? Oh, I just want to talk about this game coming out. This looks awful. You know, he's <laughs> like that. Oh, he he did his like uh, no. I think what I like is his poetry jam thing because I like poetry, even though I think he could do a little bit better. But uh, he did this one about where he talks about uh, people giving them shit for reviewing games, 
Uh-huh. He talks about how he still thinks it's just that he gave Vanquish a, a, a six, but he hears about it every day. How about, uh, he's an idiot. <laughs> and I like the fact that he like at least sticks to it. But I think some of the stuff he he hated about that game, if you look read his review, was mm-hmm. off. Like he didn't like the fact that you were penalized for covering, mm-hmm. for using the covering mechanics. So he was playing the games all wrong, and then he gave it a bad score. And it's like me playing like um, knights and then trying to hop on things. Oh, I can't jump on these things. Well, this game sucks. <laughs> so I don't know. That's anyway, so enough about Jim Sterling. He doesn't deserve this much attention. He doesn't. But we love him. No, well, I don't know about that. But uh, <laughs> not sexually, at least. No, no, no. Well, unless you are. I'm a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I think this is uh, that's all we have to talk about this week, right? Yeah, that's good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Thank you.